0: Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 552 and NXT UK episode 84, broadcast on March 11th and 12th, 2020. Um, So it's it's been, well, I don't think I have to tell anybody. I'm recording this on March 12th, 2020 and yeah it's it's all kinds of stuff going on that I could just talk about everything for 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 hours days but uh i'll I'll just say this and and this is a good this is a this is good to do anytime just make this a habit then you don't have to change your habits when uh when, when there's an issue like uh like a virus going around. You know, wash your hands like everybody should just wash your hands anyway. Like just uh, it shouldn't take Okay, man. It shouldn't take an, a viral outbreak. A, a w- potentially deadly. It It shouldn't require that for everybody to just wash your damn hands. That's, that's like, bare minimum level of of hygiene for being a member of society, as far as I'm concerned. Just, like, that should just be standard. We shouldn't have... That That shouldn't even be a problem. But everybody's talking about it, reminding everybody else, just wash your hands. Use soap and water. Don't just rinse your hands off. Use soap and water. Wash your hands. And... That's it. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that in this episode. Oh man, um, so some of these matches on these uh, on both of these shows, I mean, a lot of the most of the matches on NXT UK, I was not paying attention to very much at all. So I, this isn't going to be a very good episode, but I didn't want to talk about it because there's a lot of stuff that I enjoyed, especially on NXT. I mean, there's stuff that I really enjoyed on NXT UK as well. Um man, there's a really, yeah, there's a really funny quote that I, uh, hopefully I can remember the inflection of it, but I'll get to that. But anyway, man, yeah, it's been, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on for everybody. So that, that's part of the reason I don't want to, I'm going to stop dwelling on it because hopefully you can listen to this. And now that we've got past the whole washing the hands, part of the show just talk about this just talk about wrestling um i am going to talk about some of the the potential developments that have been unfolding throughout the day as far as wrestling goes i'll talk about that at the end of this episode so anyway um okay first we have on nxt we opened up with keith lee versus cameron right cameron grimes For the North American Championship, Uh, there's this really impressive bridging suplex uh, delivered to Keith Lee by Cameron Grimes. That was super impressive. Um, But uh, Keith Lee ended up winning via the big catastrophe, I think it's called. Um, And then uh, Damian Priest attacks Keith Lee with a nightstick. And uh, Dominic Dijakovic comes out to, to save uh to save lee by by you know scaring off damien priest and um uh, when he was attacked keith lee dropped his championship so damien uh dominic was to pick that up to give it back to him but uh, keith turns and sees him and assumes oh he, you're the one that attacked me what the hell so he hits him with the spirit bomb and a big big misunderstanding hopefully keith lee goes back and watches this episode. Otherwise. He's, a, he's 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 a, he's just a punk. You don't go back and watch the show, see what actually happened. That's that's irresponsible. Everybody should be watching the show back so they can figure out what kind of stuff happened when they weren't in the room or when they were knocked out cold on the ground. So, anyway, that it was a good it was a good opening segment. And then we had Mia Yem versus Dakota Kai, uh of course, Raquel uh Raquel Gonzalez Um, came out with Dakota and uh, was a big factor in the match. Too much of a factor in the match, in fact, in factor. Uh, She tried to distract the referee so Dakota could get the upper hand, but Dakota went for the pin, would have gotten the pinfall, but Raquel was still distracting the referee. So the referee didn't get over there in time to count the the pin, and Mia Yim uh, got the advantage back. And uh won the match. This is a qualifier for the latter match at TakeOver. So Dakota Kai will not be in that match. As far as we're concerned with these results. Who knows anything could happen up until then if takeover even happens. But we'll get we'll get to that and many more things eventually. Uh then we had Kushida versus Relo Mendoza. Uh this was just a crazy cool finish um i'm not sure maybe he does this a lot and i just missed other times that he's done it but i was super impressed with it was like a spanish fly but it went directly like he landed in the arm bar and mendoza tapped out that was so cool um but yeah go check out that match that was the only note that i took from it but i remember enjoying the rest of it as well um then we had backstage austin theory approaches tyler breeze saying he's a big fan And that it was a shame that Tyler Breeze never reached mega stardom. And then Tyler Breeze takes his picture and says, oh, look at that. Looks pretty great for a flash in the pan. And then he drops his phone like a microphone. He didn't drop his phone. But uh, mic drop, leave. That was pretty good. He also didn't drop a microphone because it was suspended above him uh, by, by a boom. Or perhaps it was just attached to the camera that they're using. That's much more likely, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, we didn't see behind the scenes of that that scene. Uh, then we have Rhea Ripley come out. Um, she's talking about having, uh, about getting through all the pressure that's on her. Uh, that it's easy, or that it makes uh, it helps her get through it by uh, having fun, knocking out the queen, on her knocking the queen on her royal ass that's what she says um so then charlotte comes out because she heard royal ass and she's like oh that's me i gotta go out there <laughs> um she comes out uh big go back to raw chance and then uh they brawl and Charlotte uh delivers the figure four uh to rhea with her legs wrapped around the ring post so that was pretty brutal so charlotte has the upper hand here which means They've both got to show up on SmackDown, so that the the odds are even. The odds are even, even. The oh, isn't that that's a? I just realized the strangeness of that turn of phrase. If you even the odds, even the odds. It's uh, it's it, it has right in there opposites. I never even realized that. Interesting, interesting. Something that every that everybody realizes probably, and I'm real dumb. Anyway, then we had Tegan Knox versus Diana Prato in another qualifier match, and I thought for sure, for sure, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I keep having to think of her name, because I still think of her as Reina, but it's um. I I thought for sure they're going to interfere. But Tegan Knox got the win. Tegan will be in the ladder match. So I think, I'm I i I'm guessing, my theory is that Raquel Gonzalez is going to fight, face somebody next week or the week after that for another qualifier match. There's still three more spots in that ladder match. She's going to face somebody, and Raquel is going to be in the ladder match. And she perhaps will win... That opportunity, but give it to get to Dakota Kai. I think it's I think it's a possibility. We'll see what what, what unfolds in the following weeks. Oh, by the way, this episode was broadcast. This is going to be important in a minute. It was broadcast out of the Performance Center as opposed to Full sale Live. Um, it seemed like a, a a smaller space, but not really that much smaller. Uh, maybe like five fewer. Excuse me. Five fewer. All these F's and saliva are not mixing well or mixing too well. All five, maybe like five fewer rows of seats, at least what you see on TV. And then uh, just like maybe it looked like there's maybe only one row of actual seats on the the hard camera side so on the production side of things but there there's only usually like two rows of seats over on that side anyway for the most part and then like an uh, another very small set of risers over there um so i'd say it was it didn't feel that much smaller of an audience to me and uh, the performance center, having that big wall with the performance center letters on there and stuff, I thought that was a pretty cool look. And then seeing all the flags up on the rafters, um, I thought that was really cool, too. So it had, it was de- it's definitely a very different look being in there, but I felt like the crowd, uh, the fans that were there were just as passionate as they are um, at Full Sail Live. And I don't think the the show suffered one bit. Not one single bit did the show suffer. In fact, it may have benefited quite a lot because they were able to do something really cool. But we'll get to that in just a second because then we had Undisputed Era versus uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn. Let's see. Uh, Velveteen Dream enters and calls the Undisputed... This is before Riddle and Dunn come out. Uh, He enters on that perch. They call it the perch, uh that elevated area above the, the announced tables um announce table just the one. Uh Drain comes up there and he, he calls them four little men, but he only has uh, he's only worried about one of them. Um during the match, there's all kinds of great stuff that happened. This is a great match to check out, but at one point Pete Dunn fakes as though he's been attacked by Adam Cole. Cause uh <laughs> Matt Riddle throws Cole into the fire. that's dumb i'm sorry um he, he throws him into the ring he's not a part of the match it's 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 bobby fish and kyle o'reilly um well, the referee is distracted by something else and then he turns so yeah done like claps and then falls down on the ground and then adam is like what what are you doing and the referee turns around he's like hey what's going on here and uh don is like hey, do they're all miming all of this which is the most fun part and roger strong because he's like no 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 he was faking like then he was like miming faking it and then matt riddle comes in, he's like no, no 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 he was like mimes the super kick he super kicked him right in the face and all that kind of stuff and that was that was probably my favorite part of this whole well up to this point it was my favorite part of this whole episode Um, but yeah, the mime explanations was great. Uh, uh, Roderick strong and Adam Cole got ejected from the match, but then the, the grizzled young veterans came out and their distraction, um, Dunn fights them off. Uh, Bobby fish, uh, gets thrown right into them. Um, but then, uh, final flash was hit on Kyle O'Reilly. There's a big old combination, and uh, they got the win to retain the championships. So it's looking pretty, pretty much like it's going to be either a traditional tag team match, uni- uh, uh, Riddle and Dunn versus Grizzled Young Veterans, or, or a triple threat. Throw Undisputed Era in there, but it's, it'll probably be I. I I think in either of those situations Grizzled Young Veterans become the first tag team to win both the NXT UK and NXT tag team championships. And then one day they'll head over to Raw, they'll win those tag team championships, they'll go to SmackDown, win those championships, be the first ever uh full full house f- <laughs> champion. That's not it. It's um why can't I think of what it is? grand slam that's what the very first grand slam tag team champions in in wwe perhaps maybe i don't know but uh yeah i i really enjoyed that match especially for the miming part of it so then we have champa come out uh he's doing things gargano style but then gargano uh, shows up on the screen he's in the conference room just somewhere else in the building and um Oh yeah, Gargano is like, why? Why is Champa? Why are you okay with him coming? Why is he redeemed? This doesn't make any sense. He has a good point. Uh, but Champa, angry, that he's been interrupted and all that, and all the the crap that Gargano's been talking in general. Um, he goes to find him, and he's in the conference room. And I already said he was in the conference room, but he goes and finds him in the conference room, and they just start brawling. They they tear things up in their chairs all over the place. They uh, end up in the fitness room. They're using the weights. As they're throwing each other into the machines and all that kind of stuff, and then uh, they're using that, the, 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 the weight plates as weapons, and then I don't know what was thrown into the wall, but a big section of the mirrors on the wall gets totally shattered to smithereens. And then they keep on fighting. They uh they go out onto the um onto they end up on the perch, the perch that I was just talking about. That is important that it's there. Um, that uh, they end up on that perch and they're just tearing it apart. Like it's one's about to go off into the the commentary commentary table, other one's about to go. They do all kinds of stuff stuff that you would you normally do through the ropes. Of the ring but they do through the railing of of this perch that was a pretty cool thing but eventually it's teased that the the burning i think it's a burning hammer gargano is going to deliver the burning hammer to tommaso champa put him through that table but ultimately tommaso champa delivers the burning hammer to gargano and we end with him having smashed through the commentary table from like 10 feet up maybe 15 feet up. It might've been 30 feet up, but r- more realistically is about eight feet. I think that's how tall that perch is. but uh, it looks like it's a lot taller on TV. Having been there in person a couple of times, it, it was not nearly as tall as I was expecting it to be from what I'd seen on television. That's all I'm saying. So it's probably like eight feet it might've only been like six feet to be honest It's they were, they were like two steps. Up. It was like three. It's like a three foot drop. Really? I mean, if you subtract the height of the, the table surface that takes away three feet right there. So it really was like five feet. And then they went a little bit further um, at a lower moment with, with a lower momentum <laughs> That is 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 momentum lower or higher. I'm not sure. It's been a long time since I've taken physics. I was back in like 11th grade. Maybe, maybe, maybe my senior year. I think I took physics my senior year, my junior year. I took oceanography. So I learned all kinds of stuff that I don't remember about sea life. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. This whole last segment, like the whole like last hour of the show, was great. The whole first hour of the show was was pretty solid. So the the full two hours of the show, really, really cool. And yeah. So before we get into NXT, so NXT UK was filmed like last weekend. Um, so it's before all the events of this week. Since then, have unfolded obviously. Um, so I'm gonna talk about some of those events, in regards to filming shows and all of that so uh it was a scheduling issue i think it's because it was a graduation for full sale um and they use nxt uh, they use full sale live for that um which which is cool is um my friend shannon who i met at nxt check out spot callers the game or spot callers game i think it's on instagram anyway um uh, that's his game that he's working on and um he graduated from Full Sail, and uh, the first time uh, that we met, he was saying, oh, I haven't been in here since um, since I graduated. It's so different, like because it has all this stuff in here and all that kind of thing. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, so they couldn't use Full Sail this week because they, they're doing the graduation, I think, um, and so they did the performance center thing and it's uh i think it's it really served a dual purpose to to see if they would be able to broadcast like to actual television you know to the usa network from i mean it, the the venue does doesn't really matter as long as you have enough electricity to run all of your equipment that you have at other venues right but um yeah uh there's quickly very quickly rumors that uh the smackdown in detroit this week um they'll be on friday the 13th cursed friday the 13th and it turns out it's already it's we're we're cursed before then before the 13th has even come but um uh there's talks about the possibility of running smackdown out of the performance center as well and if that was true it turns out that that they are doing that um but uh, nxt being like the trial run for it uh to see if it if they could make it work i think it was like a double uh a double purpose sort of thing and i think that may also that makes sense now why they didn't book a bigger venue that they didn't go to like a college arena Or something like that. That perhaps they did know that this could be a possibility. That they should at least try this out. And maybe they're having to implement it for other options a lot sooner than they thought. Or hopefully wouldn't have had to do it at all. But uh, to move SmackDown from Detroit. I assume the Little Caesars Arena probably. um, To move it from there and instead into this the performance center which is not a tv studio it's not an arena it is there where they it's where they practice so it's a very very different change uh different environment but i am hopeful that well first of all it's it's a good thing they're doing that i mean they were forced to not be able to have the show in detroit to begin with uh so it was um kind of a have-to situation, but um, it's good that the, that precaution is, is taking place um, on the venue's part, absolutely, on the city's part, um, to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, um, COVID-19. I'll refer to it as that, because that's uh, coronavirus is the type of virus that it is. There's many of those, from what I understand, and it, because it is specifically covid 19, um, coronavirus disease 19 for 2000. I think it's because it started in 2019 at the end there, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I, I think this could be a real, it's, it's going to be interesting, but it's, I feel like it's a really big opportunity to do some really experimental stuff like do do a lot more cinematic stuff do some like mix in a lot more pre-taped sort of things um i i'm sure they're going to have a lot of fun with firefly funhouse um maybe not right away uh it might be too short notice to prepare a lot of that but if this becomes a week to week thing i it could be really really cool to see what what they come up with creatively uh to make make the show as interesting as possible in the absence with the absence of having, uh, a, you know, an arena full of people cheering and booing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens, uh, from a TV watching standpoint. However, I am not too excited at the prospect of WrestleMania and all the events around it that week being canceled um it, it's it, it's gonna be it, it'll be such a bummer but at this point i feel like there is no way that wrestlemania is going to take place the way it has been planned at raymond james stadium uh and all of the the shows at amelie arena i think it's all they're gonna be in contingency mode. they're uh, in whatever situation, be it from the performance center or whatever, I think that is going to be the norm for the next couple of months. Really. So I I am really bum- WrestleMania is so fun. Access is one of my favorite things. Like just in just my which just one of my favorite things. Not just one of my favorite things in wrestling, but like it's the most fun that I've had period is going to access meeting wrestlers getting pictures with them talking to them a little bit and then seeing matches having the best seats for a match that i've ever had and you have all these nxt talent that are there and sometimes there is even you, you get to see like a Samoa joe come out and and talk to everybody for a little bit or even triple h appears and addresses to the crowd that's just right there it's only like a like a hundred people or so and you're right there it's it's so much fun so that's the thing i'm most bummed out about missing um even if wrestlemania goes on there's no way they still have access um uh the, the 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 event AXXESS. um because it's all like most of the appeal of access is meeting superstars, being face to face with them, you know, shaking their hands, high fives, all that kind of stuff. And uh, already they've implemented no no touching for meet and greets that absolutely carry through to access. But that many people with how crowded, man, if you see pictures from New York last year there's so many people at access despite how hard it was to get there. It was like, it was so difficult to get to access yet. Everybody like there is so packed. Anyway, imagine if it's in a convenient spot, it would be, it would be even more people. It would be crazy. But anyway, I, I don't think any of it's going to, to, to take place as planned. Um, but uh, absolutely. There's no way that access is taking place now, so I. That's what I'm. That's what I'm most bummed out about. Um, the other part, like yeah, the big shows, resume is cool. Takeover is always awesome. SmackDown, Raw, yeah, all right. Um, but all like the ancillary events I was planning go to, like Kaiju Big Battle. Uh, um, uh, Josh Barnett's is it Barnett? Uh just meant, uh Bloodsport, I think it's Blood Sport three, seeing Killer Kelly in the ring, seeing WrestleMania late night on Saturday night. Like, I was so excited for all that. Oh and uh Shimmer. I was gonna I have a ticket for Shimmer on Thursday. And man All that stuff. Like it it's all it it it, it all should be cancelled because it's it's important for everybody's health, I think, at this time, so there you go it's uh'll always I'll be sad to miss out on all of that, but man, hopefully hope there'll be another time, fingers crossed, hopefully there'll be another time for all these type of events to take place that uh we'll all get through this,'re together stay stay hygienic, stay isolated say stay away from each other. If we're coughing and all of that, and as everybody's staying as as healthy as possible, so that um, we can get back closer closer to to normal as as possible. But oh man, okay, that was bummer. Part two. I wanted to break it up throughout the, pro- the uh, throughout the episode. Um, I, uh, I'll have just a little bit more at the end, but not like a whole rambling thing. They have already. All right, so let's talk about NXT UK. NXT UK episode eighty four. For this batch of tapings, we have Andy Shepherd, who had previously been uh, one of the interviewers. I think no, his, was he the or was he the ring announcer? Thank you. I think he was doing interviews before, and then Nig- and Nigel McGinnis. So both of them got changed up from last time because uh, last time we had, um, uh, and I think that's now because uh, Tom Phillips is on on. Um, on raw and aiden english is on 205 live so they're they're bookending the weekend of nxt uk shows there's no way they could, either one of them could get there um to be or to get back from there so um yeah i like i really enjoyed both of them on i mean i like nigel on all the time anyway um and andy shepherd i thought he'd ever i thought he was great so anyway, uh, Finn Balor, he opens up the show and he says, I didn't come here to boost the ratings. I came here for Walter. And so Imperium comes out, uh, Finn attacks them a little bit and escapes. And, uh, later on, uh, Alexander Wolf is really mad about it and he demands from Sid Scala and, uh, Johnny Saint a match with Finn Balor. And that becomes the main event. but we'll get to that in a second. Uh we then had Pretty Deadly, the team of Stoker and Howler. How I don't know their names. Howley? Howley Holy? Howley or Halley? I don't know. They fought the team of Maloney and Gordon, um, and Pretty Deadly won. I like their name so much. Like they have the best name. Um I like them too. I- I'm not sure how I feel about their uh you know like the wrestling style or stuff but i, I like their look they have they, they have um you know how they carry themselves and stuff like that it, it's it's like perfect for that name and i yeah yeah i'm into it um let's let's see him in uh the the seven team tag team match that grizzled young veterans have been talking about um that anyway uh Right after uh, Alexander Wolf demanded that match with Finn, Jordan Devlin happens upon Johnny Saints and Sid Scala, and uh, they inform him that he's going to defend the the Cruiserweight Championship for the first time on NXT UK, and his opponent will be Travis Banks. And Devlin is like, <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> he didn't say whatever, but he like kind of like poofed it about it. Um and rolled his eyes. I I thought it was great. Jordan Devlin. Oh wait, I used to not like him. I I'm pro. I've I've probably mentioned that I didn't like him at some point. He's he's been growing on me a lot. He's I I like this guy. Um. Then we had Noam Dar versus Lagero. I was not paying attention at all to this match. So I didn't take any notes. But uh, Noam Dar won. I know at one point he was grabbing on. Leggero's horns don't grab on people's horns that's another general guideline don't grab people's horns it's you're gonna spread viruses don't grab people's horns unless they give you permission to do so another uh, public service announcement for this episode um up next we had Amel versus uh Danny Luna although with my handwriting it looked like I wrote down Danny Lung so this match ends in disqualification. I don't remember. I might've circled the wrong name. I circled that a male won the match, uh, which would mean that she was the one who was attacked by Kaylee Ray first, but I kind of feel like her opponent was attacked first. In which case her uh, Danny lung, Danny Luna would have won. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It wasn't for a championship or anything like that. But Kayla Uh, KLR had, had a message to send that this division belongs to her and I'm right there with her. She's awesome. Like I really liked, I really liked every, every moment after she appeared. It was great. Um, and that brings us to the main event. We had Finn Balor versus Alexander Wolf. Imperium, of course, tried to get involved. Uh, but the, the referee ejected Imperium Sent them packing and finn balor hits the 1916 on alexander wolf and wins the match all kinds of other stuff happens yes of course but like i said i wasn't paying the best attention because was reading about all the news and everything Oh, not to even mention the stock market oh my god that's a whole other thing i don't gotta talk about that because i'm done with this episode is everything these two episodes were excellent go watch them all Finn Balor fans got to go watch NXT UK for the next four weeks and maybe for the next forever. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, go check it, go check both of these episodes out, even though now having listened to this episode, you know what happens, but I think that's okay. Cause I didn't take good notes and I didn't describe how those things happened very well. So there you go. That's the benefit. That's the, that's the, that's why you want to listen to this podcast, because I don't explain things very well, so you can still enjoy watching the thing without very much having been explained already. Um So that's um that's that's it. Um let me know what you thought about these episodes by oh yeah, I did, I watched some other stuff, but um I already talked about Mythic Quest. What did I, I, I watched something else after that between the last episode and now i I, i've watched something else worth talking about but maybe not because i don't remember at all i watched an episode of the new uh the second season of dirty money i think it's called on netflix it was about wells fargo that's very interesting that whole the whole first season was very interesting as well um but I've, i've only watched the one episode from season two but uh if you're interested in all that kind of stuff I recommend checking it out. The second episode is about the guy who's um like he was Wolf of Wall Street as a laundering operation and all that. I didn't get. I I stopped watching it a couple minutes in because I realized that I was I needed to do something else Um that I didn't want to get wrapped up into another hour of watching it yet. But that second episode is definitely going to be very interesting. Anyway, um. Let me know what you thought about these episodes, by t- uh, b- both of these shows, by tweeting me at tiw podcast. Go to tiw for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe. Um. What? Oh, I I I started typing this, uh, putting it in my posts or uh, in the relevant posts, not at the end of everything when people do the same like motivational. Thing at the end of every single post or whatever i find that kind of annoying but as a sign-off for a podcast and for posting relevant things um i think this is a pretty good one because it kind of spins off of what i've already been saying stay safe out there and all the infinite multiverses but instead it's sshh so shh stay safe healthy and happy out there and all the infinite verses and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast bye